Welcome back, everyone. This is Lucy. This is Danielle. And this is Pack Your Suit With Your Thought Fit, a podcast where we'll touch on topics from health policy, Real Housewives, pop culture, and everything in between as two 20-something-year-olds navigating this space ourselves. So today we are talking about dating and relationships. They do say those who can't do teach. (laughs) And I feel like at least I'll talk for myself. No, no, no. Speak for us. (laughs) That might be the truth here. <laughs> oh, sorry for the cackles, y'all. Like, yeah. Got here, don't really know how, but it is okay. But I will say this. I think the first step is acknowledgement. And we have acknowledged that we, there may, there, there could be room for improvement. And I love that for us, so. Yes. And I feel like we should tell a little bit of the background story of how we like came up with this. So we were really talking about this topic. I feel like obviously it's top of mind for folks in their 20s. For those of us, you know, more than halfway through our 20s, I feel like it's especially top of mind. And there's people like I genuinely feel like across the spectrum of like single to very married. Mm -hmm. And so like during this time it's just like such a tumultuous like space for dating and relationships and everyone has advice to give you but we talked about like how to incorporate our friends into this because we get so much of like our advice and bounce ideas off of our girlfriends I feel like yes I think to me friends and talking about dating in our own experiences provides perspective in a way that we don't have to like live through each experience ourselves you can like learn from our friends successes and mistakes uh or I wouldn't say mistakes but like less than great things that have occurred in those relationships um and I don't know what y'all summer is here summer it's still May but summer is coming very soon so might as well get into it get into the dating and figuring out like, all right, well, what do I want? What do I care about? What should I look for in a partner? Um, So we thought to ask some friends. Yes. So we each asked two people in our lives to give recorded responses. And we asked them to tell us about the best dating advice that they've ever received and the worst that they've ever received. Yes. So... Let's see, do you wanna go first with one of yours? Sure, so we'll add the clip in here, uh, but maybe we'll just give like a little bit of an intro on the friend themselves. So this is a friend that I've known for a really long time. We're both from the same hometown and really became friends in high school. We were on the same track team together um, and did the same event four by four. And um, she's just (laughs) (laughs) literally, literally, she is a runner. She is a track star. I was not. Um, But we've just reconnected um, once I moved home, which you can hear another episode about that moving back home. 
but we reconnected when I moved back home um, and she's just like really been a mainstay in my life and it's been really amazing to grow through different seasons together and I definitely go to her for advice a lot and we just had funny parallels in terms of dating and like stuff sort of happening to each other at the same time the best dating advice I think that I stumbled upon was something it it really hit home um it's that you can love someone and knowing me I love people like to the core of my being um and despite that you still have to kind of let them go when you realize that things that are important to you don't seem important to them anymore um or there's just like a lack of respect basically anything that you feel is important to you for you as a person and that's not aligning with somebody who you thought you would spend the rest of your life with um despite that love you know relationships are built on more than just love and um yeah sad but you gotta let people go even if you love them Okay, worst dating advice I think I've gotten. Um, basically, people telling me that I'm too much. Whether, and for me, that means like I was too bossy or too loud or too weird or silly. Serious, intense, all the things that make me um, who I am. Um, you know, and these are like parts of me. And if that's too much, and if anyone can't handle that, then I'm not going to dull my shine for them. So that was probably some of the worst advice I've gotten. Um, I've gotten a lot, but that just kind of like messes with a person's authenticity and who they are. What did that bring up for you, Danielle? A lot of truth. Um, I think there comes a certain level of like personal maturity to recognize that you really do love someone, um, but it's, you either have to, or it's really in your best interest to let them go. Um, I think that like infatuation kind of puppy love is, I wouldn't say quite puppy love, but like infatuation or that, but that first love feels very intense and feels very strong. And is it, 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 it is probably for some people, but I love that it's really about recognizing your value, what's important to you and choosing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like um, lately I've been just thinking about this topic a lot and just like in everything in life, like how do you sort of show up as your most authentic self to this situation? And I think part of that is just knowing like what are your non-negotiables and like not trying to like mold into who the other person wants or needs or claims that you are, but more so like, okay, I also have autonomy. I also have boundaries. I also have values that I feel like I really need to hold true to. And someone like can be, you know, this amazing person or especially have the potential to be this amazing person and still not be the person that you should be with. Deciding to let them go and going through the act of letting them go, I feel like is like, super brave and super important and like super mature like I feel like that's like definitely the next stage of dating and maturity that you step into 
Oh yeah, for sure. So I think as much as important to love someone, it's important to know when to say, all right, I've had enough. Totally agree. And then for the worst advice that they offered, what did that bring up to you? You know, this one, I think hits a little different for me in that it's, it's not always someone has verbally said that to me. It's in their mm. actions. It's in their behavior. It's in, it's yeah. in their reaction to mm. things that I've said or done. And it can make, it has made me very self-conscious at times. Um, but on the other side of that, or with more experience, I've just realized that if I am too much for somebody, they're really just not enough for me. I mean, let's just keep it simple. We are not supposed to like be, be best friends with everybody. We're not, not everything is forever. Not mm-hmm. every relationship is forever. And if at some point, you know, we were good and now we're not or whatever, our chemistry no longer matches, that's okay. But I will not change who I am. I will not quiet who I am. I am who I am. I'm nerdy. I'm corny. I'm funny. I'm like a great time to be around. Sometimes I'm not. But this is who I am. And if you want to be my partner, my boyfriend, my, my sneaky link, then like I would hope that you can accept me as as I am and not try to change me Woo! isn't that a whole word Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you heard this uh reaction from your friend like or her advice what did you how did you feel about it yeah I feel like I really appreciate your perspective of saying like sometimes it's not like a verbal or an explicit thing that people say but it's like in their actions and I just think it's like also just being really cognizant of that of like okay someone is maybe not saying it to me but like in their actions I feel like I'm not being my full self and I am dulling myself down and I feel like I've seen that a lot um in my friends even like when they were with someone like I'm like ooh, this is not like the most fun version of you the the like most you version of you um (laughs) when you're with this person and so I feel like being able to notice that in someone else though is really easy right but being able to notice that in yourself is really important and it like takes a lot of reflection because like a lot of time you're like oh no but like you know you're just so attached or like maybe in a lot of other ways it is a really good relationship but like Ooh, can you dull yourself down forever? That just seems exhausting and like not the place where you want to be. Not at all. Especially if it's, I don't know, like if it's a person that, I think if, if, if it's like something that you are very excited about and someone can't be excited with you or for you. Yeah, I hate that. That's a, that's a hard no. Even in friendship, I've had friends who like can't be happy for me about certain things I'm like ooh, that's not my friend (laughs) the hater jumped out Mm -mm. yeah because I think that like it is really tough when you're down on your luck or like you're not having a good day to be happy for someone else but I feel like that's when it's more important to be happy for someone else yeah should we jump into one of yours yes um so a little background this friend uh I call them like my kindred spirit uh I feel like we're like yin and yang for each other and we just work I love her dearly she's an amazing friend amazing person um and I really value her advice because I we we come from similar backgrounds in a sense but but different our experiences are different but still we still have some commonality between us 
The best advice I've ever received about dating was to date yourself. And that's because you need to learn what you like, what you don't like, how to respect yourself, to be able to teach it back to someone really, and to guide them on really what your love language is and how you prefer to be treated. The worst advice I've ever heard was letting men be men. Um, that sort of boys will be boys mentality. And especially in relationships, it's usually a sign to infidelity. And I just don't obviously agree with the statement at all. I think everyone can be capable of being monogamous if they choose to be and want to be in that kind of relationship. And giving men an excuse of that nature just makes it seem as though, one, they're the only ones that have those kinds of desires, and also that we are not worthy of the respect of faithfulness. So, yes. And I think in all the dating advice that I've been given over the years, or people think that they've given to me, um, (laughs) I feel like this one is so important. And I don't think I quite grasped what it meant to know yourself to be be able to tell somebody else about yourself until in the last you know couple years or so because it really is important if you can't tell somebody like what a problem like why something is not good good to you or why this thing really gets you excited or like why this thing really makes you feel good then like how can they give that to you they're not a magician and there are some things that, you know, you would hope are kind of common between two people, but sometimes you really just have to tell somebody like, no, um, I really need this from you because, or I don't even think you need to necessarily give rationale, but like, I just need this thing from you. Um, I would really appreciate if you don't do this thing, this thing makes me feel this, this way. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, whatever you guys had going can either maintain or grow because you now are more attuned to what you like and who you like. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think for me, it brought up to the concept of like, you can only like meet someone as far as you've met yourself. And so it's like really important. (laughs) It's really important to like be doing the work because like as you figure yourself out like you will inherently like be attracted to different people and different things you know mm-hmm. will be important to you because like now you figured out like nah these are things that at my core are like values of mine that I like won't that they're non-negotiables I just won't negotiate them with you yeah <laughs> they're just something I really value and care about yeah do you wow. know your love language Danielle um I do something like quality time and words of affirmation I think are the the two highest um I think the lowest is like gift giving but like that could change (laughs) I'm well open to receiving things now um but yeah definitely uh quality time and words of affirmation um so I because I now know that I can tell somebody um and be like hey sir can you say nicer things sometimes (laughs) or just I I'm better able to tell someone why I really just want to hang out with them I don't really care what we do if we're running errands or Mm -hmm. um having like a a full-on date I just want to spend time with with my with that person 
hopefully my partner and like just hang out and get to just see just the vibe with each other in in a in a non fancy way if you will I what about you i love a good errand run um i think my first one like above all of them was quality time mm-hmm. and then my second one was words of affirmation um but i feel like it was like overwhelmingly quality time yeah but i, I love giving gifts i don't like receiving gifts though you are an amazing gift a giver you are incredibly thoughtful i'm not gonna hype you up on this podcast but i usually do so you know but know that like y'all need to know lucy knows how to give some gifts appreciate you sis we need to do an episode on that how to <laughs> give a good gift so i can learn something so jumping to my friend's worst advice she was like the worst advice she's ever heard is to let men be men oh. um and something she calls out is that is because it's usually associated with infidelity. Uh, yeah, this one I completely agree with. Um, men are not the only people with sexual desires or desires to connect with people. Um, so why are we accepting bad behavior and being like, well, oh well, can't do anything about it? I think we we really say men aren't emotional people. Mm. Um, but really what's, I just don't think that it's honed in men. I don't think it's, it's necessarily expected from men to be emotional people and to you and to have emotional intelligence in their interactions with whoever they're dating. There is so much to be said for emotional intelligence and how you handle yourself, how you interact with the world in, in an everyday setting, but definitely in dating. You have to be able to recognize within yourself when you need to be empathetic, when you need to X, Y, Z, be considerate of somebody else and do that for your partner. Do that for the, not just for someone that you love either, not just for the woman. And I know we're we're speaking in a very heteronormative terms, but like not just for the women that that you love or or say that you love, not just for the women that you're attracted to, but there needs to be, um, empathy and compassion and like kindness extended to the women that you're interacting with or just the people you're interacting with but especially women that you are are dating because I should that should not just be reserved for family and for people that you love that is a disservice to everybody I'm making a a generalization here I, I recognize that but like I wish more men were just more emotionally intelligent and willing to have those kind of conversations and um grow in how they understand themselves and therefore understand their partners yeah and i'm just like do you hold yourself to a standard or no like everything gets excused because like there's no standards held on you i don't know i think it's a lot about like how men are socialized Mm -hmm. and like what we allow them to get away with um Mm -hmm. the patriarchy and so yeah that's horrible advice that's let top two that. and <laughs> top two and not number two it is not number two that's some, that's some real shitty advice wow let men be men like, <laughs> all right um back to one of your to the other friend that you um the other person that you got advice from what, what have they been able to say to you yes this friend 
is my woo mate. <laughs> we weren't there at the same time, though. I do want to specify. This is my older sister, but she is my friend as well, obviously. And so I for sure go to her for advice on basically any topic under the sun. Um, Let me get her number and start going to her too. Shoot. <laughs> yes, um, she's great. Danielle obviously has met her and kicked it with her, (laughs) but my sister is very married. Um, She is going on year two, so claps up to her and to her husband, but her best advice. Best dating advice I received was to not overthink it, and if you really liked the person, to just go for it and keep an open mind. And the worst piece of advice was, if you love something, let it go. And if it's meant to be, they will come back. That is not true at all. I feel like I really appreciated this perspective. Um, My sister is a really easygoing person, but I think like a lot of us overthinks things, um, especially related to dating. And like, you know, I feel like dating can just be a place that like pulls out a lot of insecurities in people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to like, go into it and be like all right like let me just go for it do you know do the thing for what it is and not everything has to be like okay this date has to lead to marriage you know oh yeah that's a big realization um have you applied this advice to your life yet or before well you know I am not a big app user which I know is a little bit surprising in your 20s, in quarantine, but I was really kicking it in my house, y'all. I really was. I was kicking it. But I think it's something that's top of mind for me going into this summer, trying to be outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's good advice, like, honestly, across the board, like, even if it's your career, your friends, like, just going for it, like, not overthinking it, like, easier said than done of course in a lot of these settings but I am really trying to like hone in on that especially this summer in a lot of areas of my life I love that okay so we'll be on the lookout see who comes through you know just tell me offline it's cool (laughs) (laughs) excited to hear and then the worst advice that my sister said she's ever gotten around dating y'all I know that's a bumper sticker somewhere or some sort of <laughs> quote you art. know what it is it's a quote <laughs> it's like one of the quote placards you get it like Marshalls or TJ Maxx yes don't disrespect my favorite stores but <laughs> surely you could find those there for some audience not yes. I but yeah that's definitely at someone's house right now on the wall um yeah that's terrible advice <laughs> And I would just say, I'm not saying that there aren't scenarios where like people come back into each other's lives and stuff, but I just think it's like really not healthy to just be expecting someone to wait around for you or to come back to you Mm -hmm. or for you to come back for them, like, or whatever the scenario might be. I think just like holding out that hope, like keeps you planted in a place where you're trying to move on from. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think there's also like the expectation, like some people really hold on to that expectation that like, oh yeah, this 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 quote is really like 
like was really what will happen, what should happen. And mm -hmm. no, sometimes you're right. It's just, you need to move forward. I love it. I mean, I don't. But. Yeah, again, reminder, that was bad advice. <laughs> don't was take that advice. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I wish, I we have to do a way, we have to find a way to rid Let's say we have to rid ourselves of that uh, video of the two people dancing, like, just, it's some, I'll think of the, it's like a video that comes up, it's an evergreen video that comes up on Instagram and TikTok over the last, like, five, sorry, Instagram and Twitter over the last, like, five or so years, this couple dancing, and they're not really dancing that well, but it's just been very hyped up, and I feel like we just have to find a way to get rid of that video off Ooh. Al Gore's internet, as well as this advice. So no one else can apply it because I don't, it just doesn't work. All right. Should we kick it back to your second friend? Yes. Um, so this is a friend um, had since high school, but uh, we ended up going to college together and our friendship has really blossomed, especially over the last few years. Um, so another person, I really take, take her advice. Um, I think she, she has her, she has things together, <laughs> um, but her advice the best dating advice I've gotten was from my grandma. She said, um, if the person isn't doing, you know, what you need them to be doing, however that may look for you, then leave. And I take that as, you know, never settle. The dating advice that I just don't agree with is never going to bed angry. Um, like, depending on what someone does, it, that's just not going to magically go away at nighttime. Um, some things take hours, days, weeks to heal from and resolve and get over, and that's okay. Oop. That is another thing easier said than done, but I think it's really, really good advice. Um, I think it also goes back to the other friend about knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you have to know what your boundaries are. So that when they're being bumped up, bump up, bumped up against, or even things that you value, things that are important to you, things that you need, you need to know what these things are, and recognize when someone is meaning those things and when they're not. And when they're not, you need to exit stage left. It's just not worth it to stay if your needs are not being met. If you, especially if you have communicated them to that person, yeah, and what you've gotten back is either crickets or not unchanged behavior you have to go to me at least it's just not worth it it's not worth the heartache to try to stay to try to make make this person do what you need them to do if you tell them and they don't change what else is what else is there to say yeah and like at least not putting in the effort you know change doesn't happen overnight but if there's no effort being seen or it's minimal effort which i feel like sometimes folks do as well is just like oh, i'm gonna do the bare minimum to feel like so that you feel like I've changed something hmm. nah not worth it time to go it's just time you just have to recognize that it's time to go so love that advice and the worst advice some things aren't small enough to get over that same day some things kind of fester you need to kind of figure out how to how to approach it the next day or but you know um just in, a, in the near future uh, but to this advice, though, if, as I agree, I don't think that's necessarily the, the best advice, but I was listening to a podcast and uh, I think it was like a relationship coach or someone of the sort 
said something about like, it is okay to call a timeout mm. on to say you and your partner are arguing or you're having a disagreement. If you call a timeout, put a time limit on it and say, we're going to revisit this in an hour and then come back calmer, cooler with your thoughts collected and then hash it out. But um, I, I think it's important to put, a t- put some sort of time limit on it, but I don't think going to bed is the right time limit. Um, some things just can't, can't be handled that same day. Yes, and I think that's important, like a pause or a timeout or revisiting it, like when you sort of cooled off or thought about it or reflected is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some things you just can't get over that same day. Or I feel like if you were to like, quote unquote, like get over it that night and just like make up, it's like, I don't know, that's when stuff like sort of gets like buried under the surface. And then it festers up in other arguments in other ways, like in other frustrations. And I feel like that's not worth it. Like, oh, yeah. maybe go to sleep mad, but then figure it out tomorrow. You know, yeah. and then like address everything. Don't just like, deal with yeah. 70% of it and then the, the real heavy stuff you're like I'm just going to ignore this for now because we didn't have time We're t- it's too late yeah but I will say one thing about like I don't like this advice but I think that one nugget I could pull out of it is like once you have forgiven someone or like decide that okay like you know they've repaired the damage or we've talked through this or I figured it out or you know I forgive them and and let's move past it. Like there's a lot of steps in between you forgiving someone and, you know, them doing the appropriate steps to like restore that trust, et cetera, Mm -hmm. that you need. And you get to decide what you need for it to be like restorative justice. Mm -hmm. But I will say like, once you forgive someone, like you do have to move on from it. And so I feel like it's not like fair either to like keep, holding on to something that they did wrong like if you know you claim that you've forgiven them you, mm-hmm. you're trying to move forward now I will add though <laughs> if this person does it again now it's a pattern so I feel like it's oh, yeah. very fair game to bring up past stuff but like I don't feel like it's appropriate to like keep holding something in the past like over them just like as like sort of like a bargaining chip or just like oh okay I'm gonna bring it up now just so I have one up like that's not fair yeah but if they do it again, that's a pattern. <laughs> so it's a pattern. Case. It's unchanged behavior. It's to me like just being inconsiderate. All those things. But yeah, I I like that. Um, be able to move forward from something. Because I mean, I think people make mistakes, and but the the thing that you said about restorative justice and being able to decide what it, that looks like for yourself, I think a part of that too is being able to communicate that back to mm-hmm. that person yeah saying like all right yeah you blew off something I don't know um can you not do that next time or like let me know or mm-hmm. you know I just being able to communicate that back I think the yeah. whole thing with communicate with relationships is just communication yeah can you, can you be not just in the same book but on the same page reading the same passage at the same time yeah especially when stuff gets hard yeah so lucy who is your next bit of advice from yes my next friend is one of my besties from college she actually was my college roommate so we lived Mm -hmm. together sophomore year um in the tiniest room of all time (laughs) and no most literally like we joke about it but it's literally not a joke 
both of our desks didn't fit in the room. Screaming. One of our desks had to be in the common room. And then one of our dressers had to be in the common room. Screaming. That's how small it was. And literally, <laughs> if I like kicked my leg out from my bed, I could touch her head. Like we didn't have bunk beds, but maybe we should have. But it was so <laughs> tiny. Like, and you can just imagine college. It was just not conducive. But no. we made the best of it, which is to say, like, she's still my friend all these years later, mm-hmm. which is saying a lot from living in a tiny, like, the tiniest Swear. room. It I'm was, yeah, scared. I don't even know if I can call it that. Like, it was so tiny, narrow, and just, like, <laughs> so long. It was the oddest room of all time. And it was so funny because we were in a suite with someone else. And so yeah. they had a single. So it was three of us. And their single was so much bigger than our double. It was like comical. They wouldn't let us. These universities are scamming. Literally a scam. And we are all paying the same thing, you know? Make that make sense. Make that make sense. But we're still besties all these years later. And what's really cool is she came to New York to start medical school. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Bay. And (laughs) so she lives really close by. And I feel like in the pandemic, that's just like, been such a blessing mm-hmm. because obviously even in New York City I feel like you weren't really seeing people who didn't live close by yeah it really turned into like small villages like okay we're all of town like we can get together in the park you know and it's like people in Brooklyn were like okay no you might as well be in a different country right I, I'm not I'm not stopping to go sit in the park with you I'll see you in five years <laughs> best dating advice I've received is to is that even if you're not in love with your partner every day um to choose to always love them and i think that's a good like foundation for like a long-term relationship because being in love who knows (laughs) what that is or how long it'll last and i'm a i'm the biggest skeptic anyway to be making this recording and then maybe i think the i think the worst advice now that i've that I'm reflecting more about dating um, is to put yourself first or put your feelings first. And I think that like, it's in general, it's a good thing to do that. But um, I think that's the hard part about being in a relationship and being like vulnerable and like falling in love is that obviously you're going to care about, start to care about the other person first. And so, you know, you don't, I don't think it's healthy to care about the other person more than you care about yourself. But on the flip side, um, yeah, not just not only caring about yourself. We got her advice. What do you have to say? What, what are your thoughts on her advice? Yes, I feel like I really value both of her pieces of advice, which I feel like were really important. I sort of like threaded the theme of like partnership being really important in both of them. So it's like, you don't always have to like love every single thing about your partner and you don't have to be like a carbon copy of them, Mm -hmm. but you do like have to respect them every day and like enter each conversation, even disagreements with that sort of respect. So I feel like that's what she was getting at with like her best advice was like, you don't have to love them every day. You know, they can get on your nerves. (laughs) You can disagree. (laughs) You can get into arguments, but choosing 
to actively make the steps to like love them and respect them. Like that to me is what true partnership is. It's like, okay, I respect you every day. And like, I'm choosing to still come to you and work on this and find a compromise. Right. And then I feel like how that was threaded into the worst advice that she gave or that she's ever gotten is that there is a little bit of a need to still be yourself and still be an individual in the relationship, but I don't think it's helpful to just like put yourself first above all, because I feel like that's just like discounting like the partnership and just the compromise that it takes because it's like, yeah, you should have your best interests at heart. But like, if you're truly trying to make this work with someone, like there is the collective that you should also be thinking about like, okay, us as a unit, like this is what, the best step forward looks like for us, or mm-hmm. this is what a really um, loving environment would be for us, or this is what respect looks like for us as a unit. And then what does that mean individually for us? So like me, that's, you know, if this is what it looks like for us together, these are the steps that I have to take, or, you know, Hey, individual time is really important to me. So I'll take time at the gym to be by myself. I'm not going to text you during that time. But when we come together, if quality time is really important to them, then you still need to take that step to be like, okay, like I could spend time away and still come back and spend that quality time with them. Yeah. What about you, Dee? What did it bring up? Her best advice about choosing to love them every day, I strongly believe in. Just as you're saying, like it's a partnership and you there's an active choice every day Mm -hmm. to stay connected with this person. You have to... I don't know if I would necessarily use the phrase love them every day, but you have to remember your why. Like Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. you guys are deciding to be together and someone that you love, you have to keep that in mind, keep that at the forefront of your interactions every day. Keep that. Do you just have to consider that to consider that person in, in how you do things because you agreed to be together and live life together, even if it's not the longest term relationship, you know, even if you don't get to marriage, even if it's just for a year or two, you're making a choice to choose this person to be with them. So you need to keep that at the forefront of your mind every day. And I'm not going to lie, uh, when her when she mentioned her worst advice about putting your feelings first is bad, um, my first thought was, I don't know if I really like that. But as she explained it, mm-hmm. and even as you explained it too, it definitely makes sense. And it even goes back to what I was saying. You have to consider other people because you made the choice to partner with this person. You have to consider them and you can't put yourself first every time or all Mm -hmm. the time. If you putting them first is detrimental to yourself, different conversation. Mm -hmm. But like, remember that they're a person, show them respect. Because even when you are dating, you have to respect that person. Else, why are you together? So even if you're having a bad day, you can't disrespect them and put that on them mm-hmm. and expect them to not do the same back to you when they're not having a great day. So it's just about consideration. And I really, I, I'll have to put that advice into my back pocket and apply it to my life one of these days. Yeah, I agree. I feel like with a lot of the advice we've like heard today and like sort of discussed, it's like, whoa, like there's a lot to learn here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing I was thinking about as we were prepping for this episode was like, man, I probably should have asked the guy friend, (laughs) but it's okay for next time. 
for next time. But also like the one or two men that I would ask, that I would trust to ask, that I would actually want their advice and to put their advice into the atmosphere is one or two guys. It's far and few between, but you know, maybe the next time we will think about them too. Yeah, I feel like it might be necessary to have a follow-up. Yeah, I think so. See what they also see what they think about the advice. Oh. So y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned, y'all. We have some ideas flowing right now. Now, Danielle, what is the best and worst advice you've ever gotten? Ooh. Um, so I haven't put this one into practice yet, but I think the opportunity is coming. But the best advice that I think I've heard thus far is you'll know in two weeks. Mm. And the person that told me this was my masseuse. <laughs> um, she's, <laughs> she's a great person. She's a great lady. Um, and we hit it off in a way that you can, I don't know. It's, it was a very special, like we have a very good, good relationship. And I feel like she, she mentioned this. She was like, you're going to know in two weeks and not necessarily know if this person is like marriage material or whatever, you know, the person you want to marry, but you'll, you'll know if this is someone that you want, would like to continue having, you know, conversations with, uh, continue meeting up with them, like, or just, just dating them in person. Um, and you'll figure this out from like your chemistry, from the conversations, from like how you interact with each other. Um, and I, I think there's something in knowing relatively quickly or feeling in your, in your, within yourself relatively quickly. Like if this, I wouldn't say it's worth your time because that's not fair, but like if it's this dating situation is like worth the effort continue, you know, going forward Mm. so I will let you know how that plays out some hopefully over the summer fingers crossed that's a good one yes um and my worst advice was to like who likes you Mm. and I want to be honest my mom told me this and I don't know if she was joking years ago I mean she hasn't we haven't talked about this recently but it's something that she told me years ago and like probably high school and I was just like even then I was like, hmm, I don't really like that. That don't really make sense. And especially now I'm like, oh, that really doesn't make sense. And I have the language to explain why. I think that just mm. takes away your agency as a person to mm. just, you know, let whoever comes your way, whoever takes takes fancy in, in you, you kind of have to like, like them now. You, you kind of accommodate them liking you. And I feel like that's such a disservice to yourself because a big part of dating that I, I, as a woman have realized is not just, does he like you is, do you actually like this man? Mm-hmm. And what is it that you like about him? Is it, what, is it who he is as a person, his personality, or is it his potential? Mm. Record scratch. <laughs> You can't fall in love, fall in love, or like with potential. But also, I feel in the same vein. You just can't like someone because they like you. Like, what does that bring? How is that helpful to you? Yeah, because a lot of the times, yeah, I feel like with dating, it's really easy. You're like, okay, someone's giving me attention. Like, I kind of like I don't mind going out with them. If you're getting a free meal, maybe you're going to a restaurant you really like. Like, it could really be sweet, but. Yeah, you really do have to ask yourself, like, do I like them? Why do I like them? What about them? (laughs) 
do I like can't be fall in love with someone's potential which I feel like I've done a lot in the past and I just feel like it comes from a good place I think like I see a lot of potential in a lot of people and like want to bring that out in people but that's not my job (laughs) yeah I'm realizing like that's just like not my job it's not my job to make you who I want you to be I think it's our job if especially if we're partnered it's our job to like to help that other not help them physically get there but like support them but also allow have that per, make sure that person allows you that same space to grow in your own right but um, it's not my job to <sighs> fix you up it's just not no and yeah I just feel like you really do have to meet somewhere where they are in this mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. um and hopefully both grow, yeah. but who are they now? <laughs> In the present. What has been your best and worst advice? The best advice is um, to frame dating as learning. Hmm. And so I feel like this one was something I heard recently um, in a webinar actually, but I think that it's really important because the conversation around it was like, you don't have to be perfectly healed or the perfect version of yourself to be like good enough to start dating. Um, and so you're, you're never too broken to find someone in partnership. And so I think that just like really, really resonated with me. Wow. That is, that is a poignant statement. Wow. Yeah, it's true. I think we're all, learning and growing each day, I think some more than others, which is fine, which is fine. Everyone is in a different place in their lives and different, you know, different places along the journey. You're not worth less because you aren't fully healed yet. Exactly. And I feel like part of what you're doing with dating is learning, like learning about yourself, about the other person, what you need, what you want. And so if you go all this time without dating, like without putting stuff into practice, like you're not getting any closer to like that connection or that partnership, if that's what you want and that's yeah. important to you. Okay. okay. And then the worst advice, which I feel like we've had some really, really bad ones in here. Um, <laughs> but this one was, um, someone said this to me a while back and it was like, oh, just stay in it stay in it or another person will because all relationships are hard and huh (laughs) keep going y'all heard that correctly um if you think you didn't you can replay that back but I just think that that's while there is some truth to that I'm not saying relationships aren't hard or you know don't run into rough patches yeah don't do that (laughs) don't stay in it like if there's nothing to salvage if your trust has been completely broken or just like your non-negotiables not met your needs your needs not met etc let it go (laughs) you don't need to like let that man go I feel like you just don't need to stay in it for anyone you're not saving anyone why torture yourself trying to make it work especially if the other person's not like trying to make it work or doing the least yeah I feel like sometimes like society at least American 
society, maybe it's just, you know, what's in media wants us, wants women specifically to endure or like love is only worth it if you endure through like a whole bunch of shit. And it's not, why? Why do I need to like survive love just to have it? I'm not doing that. Right. And I feel like, especially when you watch a lot of reality TV, obviously, Bravo celebrities ourselves, hopefully one day. <laughs> yes. um, but I feel like we see that a lot in yeah. these shows. It's just like endure, endure, endure. And then like, okay, yeah, one day they'll finally come around, finally propose, finally like give you everything you've dreamed of. And I'm just like. Or Ooh. they're like Bravo celebrities, and they're, they're married to the person and you know they're paying their bills or they're they're living a lavish lifestyle so it's worth it it's not it's not folks choose yourself okay so we've gotten the (laughs) through all that some to some of that advice was really good i will probably apply some of that to my life a lot of that some the the worst stuff we're just gonna keep that in our backlog so i don't forget basically never forget that horrible horrible advice what is like one thing you'll be doing this summer from like a, a dating standpoint um, that you're looking forward to? I mean, one is just being outside, like <laughs> actually getting to like meet people and vibe with people in person will mm-hmm. be really epic. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it's just like, being open-minded um and just trying to not overthink it as my sister said but just like be more like free-flowing with like okay like this is supposed to be fun and not putting like any expectations on it um Mm -hmm. or trying to be like too rigid about it I just feel like just have a good time like carefree hot girl summer here for it here for it please keep me in the loop via i message <laughs> so i know but also we'll be together so it's fine well, we will reunite um i'm a I great think, wingman danielle <laughs> listen don't let me put you to the test come through for me um but i think this summer my the thing that i'm going to focus on is just being like my most genuine self mm. and like being allowing that to show through to other people so that they can see. And if, if these men are interested, come through, you know, if not, whatever. But I think it's in the same vein, like not overthink anything, kind of be a little bit more carefree and just see what happens. Um, I think summer and like the, the summer sun, the vitamin D in every sense of the word, you know, all of that could be, <laughs> could be amazing and I think people are especially this summer are ready to be out yes and live and take it in and I, I feel like I haven't had a summer in a few years um graduated two summers before and started working on basically immediately last summer mm. we don't even have to go there so <laughs> this is a this is a real summer I'm very look I'm looking forward to like connecting with new people and broadening my network and just seeing who's out there and if any of these nice young men are someone I want to spend time with. Well, friends, this has been another beautiful episode of Pack Your Suit With Your Thought Fit. Please listen to the next episode and we'll 
talk to you then. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.